What's up, End Times Church? Welcome to the Rumble Reverend Podcast. This is your brother, Nico. Uh, This is part two of who were the Nicolaitans. In my last episode, uh, was an introduction as to, in a short summary, basically of what it is that who these people were and how how do you recognize them. And I know that my last message, I know in this message and the next one, I'm going to step on some people's shoes. I'm going to ruffle some feathers. There's going to be some people who are going to be upset because I'm talking about their favorite holiday or talking about their favorite thing to do. And uh, But I'm not here to please people. I'm here to please God. And have I made myself your enemy because I'm sharing the truth? So anyway, so this is part two. Who were the Nicolaitans? So the Nicolaitans were followers of a, of a uh, I believe they was a, a bishop. And he's actually mentioned in the Bible. Uh, according to Wikipedia, Nicolaitism or Nicolaitism uh, was an early Christian sect mentioned twice in the book of Revelation of the New Testament. The adherents were called Nicolaitans. Nicolaitans or Nicolaitites. Uh, they were considered heretical by mainstream by the mainstream church. <clears throat> According to Revelation chapter 2, verse 6 and 15, they were known in the cities of Ephesus and Pergamum. In this chapter, the church of Ephesus is endorsed for hating the works of the Nicolaites, which I also hate, and the church of Pergamus is rebuked. So thou hast also some worshiping in their midst who hold to the teachings of the Nicolaites. Several of the early church fathers mentioned this group, including Irenaeus, Hippolytus, Epiphius, I'm sorry if I'm messing these names up, and Theodoret, stating that Nicholas the deacon, one of the seven, was the author of this heresy and the sect. Now, so this, who was this Nicholas? So this was Nicholas of Antioch. Uh, Several church fathers derived the term Nicolaitans from Nicholas, a native of Antioch, and one of the first seven deacons mentioned in Acts chapter 6, verse 5. Now, let's go to Acts chapter 6, verse 5. But, um, so I'm at Acts chapter 6, so I'm just going to read the whole thing. Uh, So starting at verse 1, it says, Now in those days, when the number of the disciples was multiplying, there arose a complaint against the Hebrews by the Hebrews by the Hellenists, because their widows were neglected in the daily distribution. Then the twelve summoned the multitude of the disciples and said, It is not desirable that we should leave the word of God and serve tables. Therefore, brethren, seek out from among you seven of men of good reputation, full of the Holy Spirit and wisdom, whom we may appoint over this business. But we will give ourselves continually to prayer and to the ministry of the world, or the world, or the word, excuse me. And... 
The saying pleased the whole multitude, and they chose Stephen, a man full of faith and the Holy Spirit, and Philip, Prochorus, Nicanor, Timion, and Parmenas, and Nicholas, a proselyte from Antioch, who they set before the apostles, and they had prayed, they laid their hands on them. Verse 7, Then the word of God spread, and the number of disciples multiplied greatly in the Jerusalem, and a great many of the priests were obedient to the faith. So apparently, this uh, Nicholas was uh, that was one of the original seven deacons um, was the one who taught this here. Um, <clears throat> so uh, Nicolaitans were in Ephesus and Pergamum, which is West Tur- West Turkey. Um, they taught that you don't have to be so strict and that pagans were not so bad and that they should uh, spend time with them and go to their temples and befriend them to win them to Christ. The Nicolaitans were condoning compromise. Jesus was against the deeds of the Nicolaitans and he hated their deeds. Jesus hated that these Christians were compromising, that they were accepting pagan ways and going even there to the temples just in the name of, I'm going to win this person to the Lord. The idea of this compromise is disgusting and revolting, and Jesus rejected it. If that's the opinion of Jesus, it ought to be the same opinion of the church. It should be my opinion. It should be your opinion. It should be the church's opinion because this is the opinion of the Lord himself. Revelation chapter 2 verse 1, Jesus was addressing the church of Ephesus, mainly the angel or the pastor of the church. Revelation 2 chapter Uh, excuse me, chapter 2, verse 5, it says, Return to your first love. Return to your ways when you were first born again. So repent. Repent uh, is, uh, in Greek, is metanoko, to make a change of mind that results in complete, radical, total change of behavior. Emotions are not required. For repentance, I just want to remind you. In this verse, we see Jesus calling born-again followers to repent. Some churches teach that we don't need to repent. But here is an example of born-again Christians uh, that are being told by the Lord himself to repent. In Revelation chapter 2, verse 6, Jesus hated the doctrine and deeds of the Nicolaitans but didn't hate them. He hated the deeds that they were doing, but did not hate them. We are not to hate anyone, but we can hate their teachings, their influence, and their deeds. And uh, hate in Greek is miseo, to hate, to abhor, to find utterly repulsive, not just a case of dislike, but a case of actual hatred. Jesus commanded the the church of Ephesus for hating uh, commanded the church to hate the teachings of the Nicolaitans 
a deed. Uh, in the word deed in Greek is erga, some kind of action, deed, or activity, actions, beliefs, and conduct. Jesus and the Ephesus church hated the teachings and deeds of the Nicolaitans. So, who were the Nicolaitans then, and who were the Nicol- who are the Nicolaitans now? Nicolaitans or Nicolaus to um, means to conquer and to subdue. A proper Greek name that means one who conquers and subdues people. Nike or spell or the way we say it now, Nike, N-I-K-E, is to conquer. Laos means the people. So to conquer the people. The teachings of the Nicolaitans was conquering and subduing God's people. The Nicolaitans taught that it was okay to serve God while simultaneously participating in pagan practices. In other words, compromise. The Nicolaitans taught that believers didn't have to be holy or so radical. They taught it was okay to serve Christ and go to pagan temples, even to go so far as making sacrifices to pagan gods. This passage right here reminds me of where it says in Revelation chapter 3 verse 16, where it says here, this is where uh, Jesus is talking about the lukewarm church. And it says, so then, because you are lukewarm and neither hot, excuse me, neither cold or hot, I will vomit you out of my mouth. Verse 17, because you say I'm rich and have become wealthy and have no need of anything and do not know that you are wretched, miserable, poor, blind, and naked. Woo! So, compromise, being lukewarm. The Lord will spit you out. And it's more of a vomit out. The, the actual text, the, the way the word translated is a vomit out. That he's so repulsed by your lukewarmness that he's, ugh, he wants a he wants you out. We don't want to be lukewarm, you know. Uh, even a cold water of, of a cold water is refreshing, and hot water you can use to cook. But what can you do with lukewarm water? That's kind of what the reference is to help people understand what it is the type of, um, of deeds that people are doing that are lukewarm. So, once again, the Nicolaitans taught that the believers didn't have to be holy or radical. Yet the Bible teaches, contrary, to be deny yourself and to to be holy because God is holy. And not only that, God is perfect. God is thrice holy. You know, it says holy, holy, holy. And in the Hebrew, it's taught that um, when something's said three times, it means that it's holy. Like it's um, perfect. So... God is perfect in his holiness. So they taught that it was okay to serve Christ and go to pagan temples. I'm reminded of Catholicism, that it's okay to worship Jesus and believe in Jesus alongside with these saints and and all these other gods and and all this kind of... I, I, I have family that's that does that and uh, that they yeah they have faith in God they believe in Jesus but they also 
you know, they also dabble with other gods and other religions and also things that the Bible clearly states are wrong. God, I pray that we would all repent from any kind of paganism that we have. <clears throat> the doctrine of the Nicolaitans was one of compromise and Jesus hated it. This doctrine was appealing to the younger Christians. Now, I see that now. Um, <clears throat> I see it on social media. Um, <clears throat> sometimes I read comments. That's where that's where the gold is for me. You know, sometimes you'll see a good meme or a good post or a good video, but the gold is in the comments. That's where you. That's where, depend, depending on how good or bad this is, that that meme is. That's how it's gonna uh, turn out. So, I want to recap uh, this message. So, we know that the Nicolaitans were located in Ephesus and in West Turkey. And that they taught that you didn't have to be very strict, and that you that pagans were okay, and they, and they even went as far as worshiping and celebrating pagan holidays and uh, false gods and such. And the Lord hates that. The Lord hates compromise. The Lord hates that people use His name to compromise. When we compromise our faith we also compromise the gospel the, wa the gospel then becomes watered down and it, it's not the true gospel it's a twisted version of the gospel um, because Jesus yes he is love yes he offers repentance and forgiving but first things first repent and believe you have to deny yourself and the teaching of the Nicolaitans was contrary to that. It was more of, it's okay. So, you know, let's pray that we don't get, if we are wrapped up in this, that we need to be unwrapped from it. Heavenly Father, thank you for this teaching. Father, I just pray that by the Holy Spirit, show us if we are involved in this and help us to turn from our wicked ways and forgive us our sins and wash us by the blood of Jesus. And uh, I just pray that this message goes out and that it blesses people and it opens their eyes. In Jesus' name, amen.